Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's the 23rd, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I'm Brendan, and I'm here with Earl Tiemann. Good Earl, morning, Brendan. Hello, Earl. How long have you been going to Victory Point? How long has Victory Point been your church home, as it were? Boy, when did they invent floppy disks? <laughs> <laughs> That's about how long. Uh, yeah, when did see. floppy disks come out? I don't know. I remember Probably, those. Uh, we had a whole, like, a... Uh, tray yeah them at home yeah you know and yeah it had like a little clear lid you know and i had like um there's some games on there but then i also had like clip art i had a whole bin full of clip art <laughs> you know like okay these are the you know the carnival clip art ones and yeah, here's sure. all the food clip art ones you know oh, good days yeah Weren't those good days good days yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's when you started coming to victory point um i well this church was um formed it was, it was actually a merging of two churches in Holland. And I believe that happened in 1994. Mm-hmm. I could be off by a year. Um, and that's when we joined. Okay. So. And that's uh, a long time to be at a church. For it long. Is. You've been working at the church. Since 97. What's your role at the church right now? Operations manager right now. Okay. And what does that mean right now? Because we're in a weird time. <laughs> we are in a weird time. Seems like we're always in a weird time. Yeah. But yes, especially weird time now. Um, well, it's finances and budgets. It's facility, human resources, stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but it changes. Seems like every six months. Yep. You know, I don't know if you know this. A lot of times on job descriptions, way at the bottom, it'll say something like, um, other duties as assigned by yeah, the yeah. supervisor. Yeah. That seems to happen a lot. Yeah, that's just what here. it is. That's so. all your job description says. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do a lot around here, and most of which I have no idea what you're doing. I like you're like on the phone. You're like visiting with a contractor. I'm like, what did something break or you know, <laughs> is there an emergency? And usually I have no idea what even the problem was before it's solved. But thanks for all you do. So you've been here since '94, and yes. now operations manager, taking care of all kinds of things. But what has why have you stayed? Like, what has been what makes Victory Point someplace you want to be? Boy, I'd say two things okay. that stand out immediately when you ask that question. One is community. Okay. Just a great community um, of people, um, people who love each other and love the Lord. And um, I think the second thing, and maybe it's even the, the predominant thing, is this this feels to me like a community of ordinary people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard us use the phrase every once in a while, um, ordinary people worshiping an extraordinary God. Okay. And I think that characterizes our church. And all of that. Ordinary. Ordinary. Yeah. I like that. Thanks, so. So today we're going to be reading from Psalm 13. So open your Bibles. Um, and read that psalm and then get back with us um, and then so press press pause on this podcast go read psalm 13 come back to us and i'm going to read this if that's all right i'll read this a lot for us and then we'll just reflect on it together psalm 13 how long O lord will you forget me forever how long will you hide your face from me 
How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have prevailed. My foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. What stands out to you about this psalm, Earl? Well, from an overarching standpoint, I think the just the thought of how well-grounded David seems in his faith. Uh, when, you know, he starts off in verse 1, he's kind of like in panic mode and he's lashing out, which makes sense because that's, I think, a human emotion and a human reaction. And then um, it's as always bearing his soul in frustration. But then by verse 5, he's coming back to his anchor, anchor point. And it kind of reminds me of, uh, or he, it, he reminds himself of God's steadfast love in his life. Yeah. So just the way he turns that all around in six verses, hmm. you know, that to me, that, that shows the strength of his faith and the depth of his faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's willing to dive deep into his pain. How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? That's a lament right there, complaining to God and saying things aren't the way they should be. He's not dismissing his own pain or saying, "Uh, I guess I'm not that really upset after all. Mm -hmm. But he's holding that intention with his faith. And uh, to your point, I think it shows a really mature faith that has successfully wrestled um, with doubt not to dismiss the doubt and dismiss the pain and dismiss the sorrow, but to hold it within the uh, frame of his faith, that the frame of his faith is strong enough to hold his own doubt and sorrow and pain. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. That seems like a mature faith to me that's willing to go there and then turn around and have both those expressions. Like, yeah, God is, I trust in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in salvation. And... Uh, there's times where I've, I I wonder where, where you've gone. Yeah. And there's times where I have pain, deep pain in my soul and sorrow. Hmm. So yeah, the maturity of his faith. I love that. Thanks, Earl. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's difficult sometimes to read Scripture in general and also the Psalms as uh, people in the world who, you know, and in the world's on the world stage, we're kind of part of the, you know, more affluent, wealthy, culturally prominent people as Americans. Mm-hmm. And then within Americans, you know, um, Christians or people in the middle class or whatever. And, um, and this is written by David who is being pursued by his enemy, Saul, you know, constantly yep. and also faced by other enemies uh, in in that region who are just attacking him and um, personally, but also as a nation, Israel was constantly being attacked and threatened by other nations and by real serious oppressors. Right. And so sometimes it's, it's hard to get in those shoes because of our own position, you know, but um, 
But I think when we read it in light of some uh, people that's oppressed, it makes um, a lot of sense, you know, and I think it gives us some empathy to go, all right, who, who is experiencing this today? You know, who's experienced? Yeah, there's, there's ways that I experience doubt, sorrow, pain in my soul, but I'm not the only one who's experiencing those things. And there's some people who I can try to use this Psalm to get in their shoes, you know, people who are oppressed, right. you know, people who are in the minority, people who uh, face violence and uh, differently than I ever would, you know. So, um, especially in light of recent protests, especially in light of uh, COVID-19, mm-hmm. um, to not assume that this Psalm is just for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, yes, this Psalm can be for me and I can own it and I can use it in my prayer life. But it's also a window for me to see how, uh, to understand theologically how other people's pain is uh, part of God's um, awareness, you know, part of God's kingdom. So helps me with that. But then also, I mean, we talked a couple of weeks ago about um, using kind of a Christological key for the Psalms and wondering what, you know, Jesus singing the Psalm, you know, what it would look like for him to be singing this mm-hmm. on the cross and for us to understand the cross better, you know? Mm. Um, so, you know, how long will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How must my, how long must I bear pain in my soul? I have sorrow in my heart all day long. Uh, how long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Think about Jesus saying those words, literally hanging on the cross, sure. wondering when all this pain is going to end. Um, my enemy is going to say, you know, give light to my eyes or I'll sleep uh, the sleep of death, which he ends up doing. Yep. And my eye and my enemy will say, I have prevailed and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. And that's what happens. Um, you know, the enemies do prevail for that moment. You know, foes rejoice over him. Right. Like we've killed him. We killed Jesus. Yep. Um, but I trust in your steadfast love. Um, my heart will rejoice in your salvation. I'll sing to the Lord because he dealt bountifully with me. So that whole like into your hands, I commit my spirit, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then also, uh, I mean, not to be of too many overlapping connections here, but I think it also points back to think about Isaac reading the Psalm, you know, as his dad's binding him, you know? And, oh, interesting. Right. Like, yeah. God, where are you? Are you going to come rescue me or not? And then, out comes the ram in the thicket, right? Yeah. So um, I think it's, I guess what I'm saying overall is to not just think about how this psalm is applicable to my life, but how does this psalm give me, help give me language and understanding and a lens to view the suffering of others in scripture, to understand Jesus, to understand the people in my world whose suffering I don't always understand to read the psalm and go, okay, I think I can interpret what they're saying, you know. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my observation. Anything you want to add to that, Earl, or anything else you want to, you know, add in here? No, I, I also think because it, like you just said, you're talking about empathy for others, and I think also it, it helps me to reflect on the gratitude that I should have. Yeah. For where I am in my state. Yeah. Absolutely. And no matter who we are or what privileges we think we have um, or what privileges we think we don't have, um, there's always something to be thankful for. Right. And God and God has always delivered us from something. So where uh, one of my friends said, I just feel like a, a turtle on the post. I didn't know what he meant. He's like, you know, like a turtle can't climb a post. 
But if you see a turtle on a post, you know, somebody put him there, you know? So <laughs> to think of ourselves like that, like yeah. I didn't get to where I am just from my own, pulling up my right. own bootstraps, even though that's kind of the common American story, yeah. uh, or at least what we tell ourselves, um, that I've been delivered from something that I do have a story, um, that, um, that I'm, you know, I, I can identify with, with both. Yes. I can be thankful and I can say, yeah, I, I, I didn't get here on my own. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sweet. Thanks, Earl. Um, well, everybody, tune in tomorrow as if you turn a dial and tune in anymore. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah 28, 5 through 9 is what we're going to be reading. So uh, we'll be in your playlist tomorrow. So press play and we'll be with you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.